know if they're invited to go. They don't know if they have a job here remaining on and on. Or do they have one somewhere else? And when does it start? So these guys have done a great job. You know, uh, Brian Odom is putting things together with, you know, with um, Calvin Thibodeau and uh, Jamar Kane, And uh, they're doing an awesome job. Will Johnson, our young secondary guy, is working with them. So... Uh, I appreciate them very much, and they've worked hard at it. They're up, you know, in the office, putting in the time and putting together a game plan out on the field, practicing, and so um, it is. It's a it's an incredibly difficult time for assistant coaches, and they're not aware of the change either. So they're caught off guard and by surprise, and they've got families to think about, little children in schools, and and uh, so you know their their whole world's turned upside down as well. It is the rush. Tyler McComas, Josh Helmer in for Teddy Lehman today. There's the head coach himself, Bob Stoops, talking about the yeah the awkward situation that we all know about right now with some of these assistants having to come back from USC to OU. Jeff Levy is going back to Ole Miss to call the Ole Miss Bowl game. And I, I guess I continue to be surprised at the thought out there that I don't like this. I don't like this at all because Brian Odom's going to do it. Thibodeau's going to do it. Jamar Cain's going to do it. They are being told by Lincoln Riley to come back over here, coach the bowl game for OU, and they are secretly going to try to recruit the players from Norman back to L.A. I, I really think that that's completely, I think that's completely false. And I think it for a lot of reasons, but mostly, you know how glowingly we've been talking about Bob Stoops today? And not just today, but for the past couple of weeks now. Are any of us really to believe that Bob Stoops, of all people, would let those three guys come back? And I know that there's a contract situation, but do we really believe that Bob Stoops would allow some coaches from USC to come back here and recruit the players on the roster? I guarantee you, if there's anyone that wouldn't allow that to happen, it's the guy that's in charge of this bowl game. I promise you. I promise you that's not going to happen. A lot of tinfoil hats out there. A lot of folks that... I shouldn't say a lot of folks, but there are some fans that feel like there's a little bit of that going on maybe with Brian Odom and Jamar Cain. I would just say emphatically that ain't what that ain't what what's happening here, all right? These guys care about the players on this roster. Yeah, we can get into the contract specifics of it and you know, you got to coach the game to get paid for the game, right? I I I get that part of it, but listen, it's about coming back and finishing this season with guys that either a, they recruited, B, spent a lot of time coaching, C, developed. I mean, yeah. that's what it is in about, you know, D, trying to put Oklahoma in a position to win the game and not just leave OU high and dry. Well, because the the head coach did, the previous head coach did, but it's not like those guys, I, I can promise you, Brian, uh, uh, Alex Grinch did not know that this was going on. While Muleshoe was doing all this stuff behind OU's back and all that, he, he, didn't, he didn't have any idea that was going on. And maybe some other people associated with the program, not necessarily talking about coaches, but maybe some other people associated with the program knew what was going on. But I don't, I don't believe that Alex Grinch did. I do not believe that Brian Odom did. I do not believe that Jamar Kane did. And I do not believe that Calvin Thibodeau did. They were just left in an incredibly tough spot. And you heard Bob talking about it. Is, what, what do we do, man? Because think about it, a lot of these guys are they they bring in they bring in all the money to the house. A lot of those times they're they're gone away so much 
that the wife is forced to kind of stay at home and be a stay-at-home mom since, since dad's out recruiting or in the office the entire time. That's not every single example, but that's a lot of examples. So you got to make a decision pretty quick if you don't know if the new coach is going to hire you here. If you're offered at another job and they're going to pay you money, it's hard not to take that one because, you know, you, you don't want to be kind of – you don't want to sit around and wait for something that might not happen. I, ju- I just don't – I, I don't believe that in any way they're going to try to ruin, uh, not have a great game plan and recruit other guys. I, there, there's too much to gain for them to come in and call a great game. Most notably, you never know who can help you down the road. Maybe if Brian Odom calls a great game defensively, maybe in four or five years, who knows how life works out. We're talking about Brian Odom coming back as the defensive coordinator. Sure. I'm not saying that that's a likely scenario, but... It's a more likely scenario, what I'm saying, if he comes in, handles the situation well, and the defense plays you know, pretty good against Oregon. Well, and Brent Vittables is going to see that, right? I mean, he's not, exactly. he's not super hands-on at the moment. He's more of just a casual observer. But that, that's not going to be lost on Brent Vittables. I think it's worth saying, too, if, if you didn't have the Roy Manning situation that happened the way that it happened – where he's recruiting Damani as he's and things were very much in flux at that particular juncture for OU. Where you hadn't hired a head coach, you've already seen a couple of decommitments at that point, and signing day is fastly approaching. Now, with signing day behind us, the early signing day, and Oklahoma in seemingly a good spot. I mean, we're talking about today. Jaron Kanick is enrolled in, on campus at OU. I mean, things are looking okay recruiting-wise for Oklahoma. It's okay now to say coaches can have good intents with their actions, sure. right? Just because yeah. Roy Manning, I think, made a mistake, right? Made it – it looked – It was it, a bad look. It was a really bad look. It looked dirty at the time, yeah. but – you know, the more you step back and think about it, he was put in a very, very difficult spot. I'm not going to say that he made all the right choices. I don't think he made all the right choices. I think he made a mistake. But if you didn't have the Roy Manning situation happen, I don't think we'd have as many people right now that are feeling like, why do we have Calvin Thibodeau back or Odom or Kane? I, I'd say this is actually a good situation, these guys coming back from USC to coach the bowl game. You know who it works out best for? It works out best for uh, Bob Stoops. And even if OU were to lose this game, it's not like we'd be like, oh, God, well, he shouldn't have come in the first place. Like, we'd love Bob just the same if they lose this Alamo Bowl, right? But if they do lose the Alamo Bowl, Bob Stoops won't be the one that gets the blame. Caleb Williams won't be the one. DeMarco Murray, Kale Gundy calling the offense. If OU loses this football game, Brian Odom, Calvin Thibodeau and Jamar Kane will be the ones that are blamed more than anybody. So, yeah, you talk about no pressure. Hey, Bob, roll the dice, baby, because uh, if OU falls short in this one, all the heat's going to the guys that will be uh, leaving to go to L.A. after the game. Especially if it's a shootout. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if this turns into a game where defensively you struggle a little bit, then, yeah, I mean, it's going to fall on those guys' shoulders, which – Thibodeau's going to SMU, so he's not like the other two in the sense that he's following Riley to USC. But does it seem like maybe everybody out there is necessarily aware of that? 
Yeah, well, it's it, just like idiot. Why do we want any of these coaches back? It's like, it's, well, you it's, want a staff to coach the bowl game. It's something that has to happen. Um, does everyone want to win the bowl game? I, I think everyone wants to win the bowl game, right? And do I think that this staff is maybe better than the previous staff? Yes, but you'd be hurrying to install an entire offense and an entire defense, and or or these new coaches would be scrambling to learn your system. I mean, that's just not. When they're on the road recruiting and trying to secure a class, that's not a doable. It's not a doable thing. So, it's a necessary thing. It's under their contract where these guys have to stay around and coach the bowl game, and that's fine. It's not just happening at OU. It's happening at a lot of places. Again, Jeff Lebby is going back to Ole Miss to call their game in the Sugar Bowl against Baylor. So it's it's happening at multiple places. It will continue to happen at multiple places with how. You know, head coaching firings and hirings are happening right now in the sport. Clearly, so. though, Roy Manning was politely told to, yeah, we don't, we probably don't need you coming back for this bowl game. Yeah, yeah, that that's the one that you could not have justified. You know, you you could not have justified no, no. one, and I wouldn't have been okay with it either. Um, whether he did what he felt was right at the time, or regardless of the tough situation he was in. After all that, you, you can't you can't bring him back. That would have been a pretty awful look. Cue up the tape of him saying, if you're not with us, you're against us. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah uh, exactly. Air Cover Solutions text line 651-3439. I think everyone's overreacting about the concern about having these coaches come back and lead our team, that they will try to steal our players. These guys are professionals. These are professional coaches, and none of them are at the apex job. None of them are at the last job they want to have the rest of their career. So you don't as I say, go to the bathroom where you eat. Yeah, no, that's right. That, that, that's right. I mean, there's just a right and a, and a wrong way to conduct your, yourself. And I, if you conduct yourself the wrong way in this profession, it feels like it gets out rather easily to really kind of everyone. It just goes to show, and I think I heard Steely say this this afternoon, Tyler, really this speaks more to the effect that Lincoln Riley's actions have had on a large portion of the fan base, which is he he left Oklahoma and this fan base feeling so betrayed that he stained the reputations a little bit of these other guys that had nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah, it, it, exactly. Like their name is getting dragged kinda, through the mud here, and and they were in a and and no one will believe it. It's not not no one. There are some that don't believe it and say, "Nah, they were up to the scheme the entire time too." They really weren't, man. They they were left in the dark just like everyone else. They found out on Twitter just like everyone else. And I think a couple of these guys, maybe both Odom, I can't speak for Kane, but I think maybe they would have wanted to stick around at OU if that was well, an I think, option. I think Kane did. I mean, everything that Kane said and, and, and did during that awkward week, he, he wanted to stay at, at Oklahoma. Yeah, I, I think that that was definitely the case. Now – Listen, let Venables get his own guys in here if he wants to do that. And I think Miguel Chavis, from obviously not a lengthy track record, but just kind of what you see, what you hear, we don't know a ton about him yet, but looks like that's going to be a great hire. So I'm not disappointed in it. I just think that's worth pointing out, too, that it's not as if these guys – it's not as if these guys necessarily had a guaranteed, hey, stay at OU yeah. option. Odom wants to be a D.C. This could be a great audition for him down the road. I- exactly what I was saying. This is the first time I believe that Brian Odom has ever called the defense. You don't think that that's a big deal to him? Sure it is. I promise you, his focus is more on calling this game and you know having that on his resume than it is trying to get some guys to go to USC with him. 
and he's just not the guy that conducts himself that way. Yeah, I mean, you're trying to – you talk about the professionalism involved, all of those elements to it, and the character that these assistant coaches have. Well, for somebody like Brian Odom, sure, absolutely. I mean, if you want to be a professional, you want to have the best professional result. And that means coming back to OU, coaching well in this bowl game, and putting out a defensive group that minus some opt-outs, some very important opt-outs, four defensive starters for OU opting out of this game – if he can put this together and have OU play well, that's going to look great for Coach Odom. Mel says, will, these, will this be the most attended spring game? Wow. Well, we are a long ways off from that, but if the energy is bottled up by the fan base and there's still this much excitement then as it is now, I think that, that could it could be, yeah, the most attended spring game. Because normally, like, the most attended spring games um, – Who's which freshman quarterback is going to be here that everyone's excited about seeing for the first time, right? Is there a Caleb Williams that no one's laid eyes on? Is there a Kyler Murray that people are excited? It's normally about who's the young quarterback that everyone comes out to watch. But, you know, there, there's a decent amount of fans going to the Alamo Bowl, but the spring game is really going to be the first time where people can show up and, like, actually show their support at the stadium for all the changes that have been made. So, with that being a factor, again, if there's as much excitement in the spring as there is now, yeah, there's a decent chance that we may see a crowd unlike we've ever seen before at the old stadium Are we going to have less conversations about who will be performing the concert at the spring game moving forward now? The conversations now are, is there going to be a concert? I'm I'm guessing. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what uh, the whole Drake announcement was, right? I mean, yeah. maybe he's just been penciled in for the spring game. Maybe so. One more. I like that Lebby is getting a, uh, a look at Baylor. Me too. I, I want to see what that offense does against a, a really good defense. Uh, in terms of bowl games that I'm excited about, obviously OU Oregon for you know obvious reasons, watching that game. The two semifinal games have yep. to be up there, even though I think they're going to be a blowout. But number four, in a clear number four, and nothing else really comes close to this one, it's definitely Baylor and Ole Miss for me. And not that I really care if Baylor wins the Sugar Bowl or if Ole Miss wins the Sugar Bowl, but I do want to see Jeff Lebby's offense with his quarterback against a Baylor defense that is really good, really good. I mean, maybe it can kind of give us a an early idea of how he's going to fare against the – he may not be the best defensive-minded coach in the Big 12 now since BV's there, but what will be OU's toughest test in 2022, the Baylor Bears? That'll be interested. A lot of OU fans will watch that Sugar Bowl. And I think the Fiesta Bowl is going to be pretty entertaining yeah. between Notre yeah. Dame and Oklahoma State. I would uh, – I mean, for Oklahoma State, that's their chance to make amends on – not doing what they should have done in the Big 12 championship game and coming up several inches short. Though it's the start kind of, you know, for Notre Dame, similar boat for them to Oklahoma and Oregon in some ways to where, no, it's not the official start of the Coach Freeman era, but it kind of is for Notre Dame. So that that game intrigues me too. Their hiring was similar to OU's just in the way of how it's kind of ignited their fan base. And, and I know that we're – you know, not around just around the corner from South Bend, Indiana, so you don't hear from a lot of Notre Dame fans, even though Notre Dame fans are scattered everywhere, maybe more than any other college football program in the country. But it seems like, oh, yes, um, we got younger. We got someone that's uh, hungry on the recruiting trail. 
Brian Kelly, like, yeah, okay, whatever, he was fine. I, I, I don't know if it's to the level of OU, but I, it feels like Notre Dame fans are really excited for this new era they're, they're about to have with Marcus Freeman. And I think that they should be. I think he's going to do a great job. I, 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 I do too. I mean, I, in drawing some comparisons between the two hires, I, I, I don't think it's crazy either. Yeah. Uh, OSU or Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl, by the way. That's, I that's like one of the Oklahoma tougher, State. It's one of the tougher bowl games to pick for me. I like Oklahoma State just because of the you know wealth of experience for them. And this game, for them, I mean, if they lose on a two – if they end the season on a two-game two losing streak, it's not going to be remembered as this great season. Very it, sour. It, very sour ending. I mean, yeah, no it, it had the chance to, you know – potentially be a college football playoff season but uh the Baylor loss of course was disappointing for them I just with all of these bowl games who's got the most motivation to me Oklahoma State's pretty motivated for that game I'm probably going to take Notre Dame well let me let me ask you a question before I get to my reasoning is Notre Dame going to be the best team that OSU's played this year and and let's just work under the assumption that Notre Dame's give a rip meter is actually going to be pretty high they the best team that they played this season? It's either them or Baylor, right? Yeah. The, the point is, or OU. The point is, is that Notre Dame, if they're not the best team that OSU's played, they're 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 they're, they're number two. I mean, they're, they're they're pretty good. And I watched Spencer Sanders have a terrible game in the Big Twelve Championship game. What did he throw? Four picks in mm-hmm. that game, and was really the reason why they lost. If Baylor doesn't make a couple awful decisions in the second half. I think Baylor probably runs away with that football game. The fourth so down decision. I just I don't. It's a long way of saying I don't trust Spencer Sanders to have a good enough game through the air against a team like Notre Dame. I'll pick the Irish to win, even though I think Notre Dame definitely has some flaws of their own. Yeah, no, I I see that logic for sure. But th- those would be the bowl games I think uh, that that look like they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah, no, I that that's definitely the top five for me. Every other bowl game. Um, Penn State, it, Arkansas, the Outback Bowl. Yeah, it's like it's like 11 a.m. though on New Year's Day. Who's not going to be hungover for that <laughs> well, one? Well, that is you know? true. Air Cover Solutions text line 651-3439. It is the rush. Tyler McComas, Josh Helmer. More to come next on the Home of Sooner Fans. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. This season serves as a reminder to stop, reflect, and focus on what matters most. At Lander's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman, we know it's important to do good all year long. Because when you do good, you feel good. And day after day, a little bit of kindness can go a long way. Plus, we've got great new models arriving daily during the Big Finish sales event. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us at Lander's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman. Chapel supplies you with industrial cleaning products that are built to last. Chapel supplies you with the highest quality pressure washers on the market and a lifetime commitment to the service and support of your machine. Unlike most retailers, Chapel pressure washers run for hours, not minutes, and handle your toughest jobs without a pause. From simple projects around your home to industrial facility upkeep, Chapel supplies you with the tools to tackle every job. Chapel supplies you. For the Sooners, this bowl season means duck season. I say it's duck season, and I say fire! And the Sooners will have a bit of revenge on their minds. Well, you don't want me talking about the 2006 game. <laughs> <laughs> 
Keep it tuned to the Ref Radio Sports Network for all of the best coverage of the Sooners taking on the Oregon Ducks in the Alamo Bowl. Presented by Windstone Construction. Building on your land or theirs. Windstone Construction is your premier home builder and bring you all of our coverage of the Alamo Bowl. Make the right call. Remember the Alamo! Remember, the Ref is your home for all of your Alamo Bowl coverage. The Ref. Sports Radio Network. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance... Our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. Find out how Jenny Freeman can help you with your auto, home, and life needs. See Agent Jenny Freeman proudly serving more. Your Oklahoma men's basketball team returns to the LNC next week for two big matchups to round out non-conference play. Come get loud and help them continue their momentum coming off a huge win last Saturday against Arkansas. Join us on Sunday, December 19th at 2 p.m. as Oklahoma takes on UT Arlington and again on Wednesday, December 22nd at 7 p.m. against Alcorn State. For tickets and more information, visit Soonersports.com slash tickets. Boomer Sooner. Hi, this is Gary Cavins, the owner of Cavins Construction Group here in Norman. If you have a building, restaurant, hotel, or to any kind of business that needs commercial maintenance needs, we have a commercial maintenance division that can help. We can help you with repairs from the ceiling to the floor, door hardware, electric, plumbing, HVAC, flooring, drywall repair, painting, snow removal, roof repairs, whatever you need, we're your one-stop shop. All you have to do is give us a call, 405-573-3048. This is Peggy Doviak, and I opened DM Wealth Management because of a horrible experience that my mother had with a stockbroker. I wanted to give people an alternative, a place they could go to understand their money, to know why investment decisions were made the way they were, and to create a financial plan that would help them meet their goals. Most of all, I wanted to help them plan their prosperity. Call me at 405-329-8884 or dmwealth.com. And I love the fact that what they've been doing at Clemson is different than what we're doing here. So I think he brings some great new ideas and and thoughts and ways to run the program and what you need to do to get us from being that, you know, 11-2, and 10-2 team that's number five in the country to 15 somewhere in there. Maybe this is what, you know, gets us in these next few years over the hump to be that, you know, be that national champion and in the playoffs all the time. I know we've been in a good bit, but I think this can help us even more. He has that background to get it done. More from Bob Stoops and his interview yesterday with the media. Appreciate Bob hopping on with us last hour at 320. In case you missed that interview, all you got to do is go to Apple Podcasts and search Sports Talk 1400. All of our shows are archived you can uh, podcast your favorite show right here on The Ref. 
and uh, that one's already uploaded. So They're all uploaded except for I need to do some editing later tonight. <laughs> well, I did that. Dude, you've been working hard today. You did uh, you did three hours. Plank wasn't here today, and then you're hopping in with us for four hours. So I, I think we'll be all right if it might I get a pass this week. You, you definitely get a pass. Air Cover Solutions, 651-3439. The only way Ducks will win Alamo Bowl, Nike buys an official or two. Well, they did that in 2006, right? So it wouldn't be the first time that's ever happened. Don't you even think about it, Phil Knight. <sighs> Seriously, man. Does he even care about the Alamo Bowl? Just, just you know, Phil, just come on over and be an OU fan. What are you doing? YouTube TV, you better get your crap together. DEFCON 2. I thought... I thought they solved it. I thought we solved it. I am a YouTube TV subscriber. You got to let me know what's going on here. They they reached a deal with Disney, did they not? Well, they they did. And okay, that better not have changed. I'm going to freak out on someone. Well, I know a it's bunch of people season. wanted the the Bally Sports channels on it's, ba- back on too. It's bowl season. Do not make me miss my <laughs> bowl. Here's what's going to happen, man. Especially since we both do a pre to post game show. The pre- and post-game show here on The Ref. That's right. Is um, something's going to fall through with this deal, and I won't be able to watch the Alamo Bowl at the house. <laughs> I'll be scrambling 10 minutes before kickoff. Yeah, that would be a bit of a buzzkill for sure. I understand that contractually Kane, Odom, and Tibbs come back to coach the bowl game, and Levy goes to Ole Miss for the same reason. But doesn't Grinch have the same contractual obligation? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know about – that one and how he got out of it maybe OU just didn't want to go that route I'm not if anyone has any clarification point, on though. that one on Alex Grinch because we haven't talked about that one yet you, you can you can text that in yeah no that's that's a good point and and again I think it's clear OU kind of said thanks but no thanks to Roy Manning Blaine says it's solved cool uh Hulu is better why does it Bally get to be with YouTube TV I haven't missed an OU basketball game on YouTube TV. It's actually been awesome. I watched the – during all the negotiations that were going on, I still was able to watch the OU-UTA basketball game at 2 o'clock on Sunday. I was shocked and surprised I was able to watch OU Ben Soups, but I was still able to. Well, that's good. You you pay, what, like 70 a month or something? Uh, Sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's somewhere around that neighborhood. <laughs> it's, I don't remember exactly what it is. Yeah, I got you. Is there any news on defensive line and quarterbacks coaches? I mean, not anything official. What the popular rumor is that OU is going to get Bama's corners coach, right? Is that still the popular rumor out there? Yeah. It, what about uh, Georgia's corners coach? I mean, I know that that was out there too, but. You will uh, find something out after the bowl games, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to guess that they're probably going after someone that is currently on a staff that is playing in the college football playoff. Don't know that, but there's some smoke that that is the case. Well, that'd be great, too. Yeah, YouTube TV is 55 a month. Yeah, but I get like the sports upgrade package or something like that, so I think it ends up being around <laughs> – Tyler's is like a 145 a month. Dude, I don't know, because I we subscribe to everything at my house. And when I mean everything, I mean YouTube TV, Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu, HBO now, because we just have to watch Yeah, Succession, you gotta have HBO Max. Because Succession what is do you, awesome. What do you think? It's no, a it's great real, show. It's, it's really good. Succession is good. But here's the problem is all the shows that my wife and I watch. They're all on different platforms. <laughs> it is irritating. So we have to have Hulu because of a show that we watch there. We have to watch Netflix because a show that we like is uh, there. We have to watch or have to get HBO Max because 
the show that we're on right now, Succession, is on there. It's just Apple like, TV, right, God, is where... Can, can uh, someone just charge me $100, and can we put it all on the same platform so I don't have to do this crap? I, ESPN Plus, it, it, it's just ridiculous. It's it's crazy. It's almost like they had this idea of this concept called cable television. And I know. Hey, I, I was the one that was ready to cut the cord and say, let's do it. Let's start the revolution. And now I'm like... We just need cable companies to bring their prices down a little bit. Oh, man. It is. It's rough, dude. Who knows how much? Oh, and then um, the internet that you have to buy the str- you know it just it's it it gets expensive. It's got to be three hundred dollars a month. D- can't you and I like? Isn't that like a tax write off for us? You know, I brought that up one time and it got shot down. I think, but I will uh, I will investigate into that. <laughs> who who shot it down? I think someone that uh, the individual that does my taxes. I think. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. Well, maybe maybe that's not a possibility. For but us. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that. <sighs> OU Hoops, by the way, they will play uh, tomorrow night uh, against a basketball team that is not very good. Oh, my goodness. How bad did Baylor beat him last night? I know Baylor was like a 39-point favorite, something like that. Uh, Let's look it up. I I didn't even pay attention because I was uh, like, it's going to be a horrible game. The number one uh, ranked Baylor Bears, which, by the way, half the league is ranked right now. Baylor's ranked one. KU's ranked seven. Iowa State, who was picked to finish last in the league this year, is inside the top ten undefeated. They're number nine. OU plays them at home. I think their second Big 12 game of the slate. That'll be fun. Texas is at 16. Tech is at 25. And OU is just outside the top 25. OSU might actually be the worst team in the league this year. Throw Kansas State in that mix. TCU. TCU in that mix. Uh, This is (laughs) Not a good Oklahoma State basketball. At least it hasn't been so far. Well, the league, the league is so good. Those, those three right there, Oklahoma State, K-State, and TCU, I think are clearly in a category by themselves. And then OU's kind of in a category by themselves a little bit, and we're trying to figure out if they're better than kind of that mid-level tier in the conference. Well, and I'm not totally sold on Iowa State yet. They're undefeated and clearly much improved from what they've been in years past. I think there's there's two knowns. Baylor's really, really good. Kansas is really, really good. And then you've got your Texas's, your Texas Tech, your Iowa State, your Oklahoma, kind of those four together. West Virginia, probably in that group, too, and then the other three. Which, by the way, Alcorn State cover last night. Oh, they did. Nice. What was the final score? 94-57. to 57. Wow. How about that? They're rolling in hot. To the LNC after a 94-57 loss to top-ranked Baylor last night. Watch out. I think they have one win on the year. One or two wins. Yeah, they've got one. They've got one win. They're they're 1-10 overall, and they're 1-10 away from home. Jeez. Hey, look, I'm, I'm just as excited as everyone else about OU basketball, and I, I think they're going to have a great year. I think that this is, def, this is a team that definitely has a chance to play – in the second weekend of the NCAA tournament, if they get a great draw and they continue to improve, there's a butt coming in here. But I, I guess it makes me a little bit nervous. I was really high after on them after that Florida win. I was got sky high after they ran Arkansas out of the gym. Those two teams have stunk, though, since they played OU. What, Arkansas lost to uh, Hofstra on, on Saturday? Yeah, They're not, not ranked good. anymore. I don't think Florida's in the top 25. I still think that those are two really good wins, and I think OU played well in both those games. They trailed for a combined 55 seconds against those two top 15 teams. I guess it just makes you stop and think like, oh, okay, well, how good were those wins really? Because they haven't played good ball after that. 
Yeah, no, I mean, that's disappointing that both of those two teams haven't played well since. Bottom line is, we're going to get the answer to that question pretty quickly because after Kansas State on New Year's Day, the the rest of the conference schedule to start for OU is just loaded, man. And the, the league is so good. You mentioned five ranked teams. Both West Virginia and Oklahoma are in the receiving votes category. So, man, if – if those wins weren't as good as we thought they were, then uh, we're probably going to find out throughout the stretch of at Baylor, home versus number 9 Iowa State, uh, 16th-ranked Texas, that's a road game, and then shortly after that, Kansas, Baylor, West Virginia, and Auburn. So there's we're going to find out what this yeah. team's made of real quick. I'm going to make my way to the LNC for that Iowa State game. Um, hopefully the clones keep on winning, and that's a top-10 game. I uh, – me would really like OU's chances of getting a top 10 win at home if uh, Cyclones are still there. Come Was that mid-January when that game January played? 8th. Okay, so a little bit earlier than I thought. And let's see. Here's a uh, – Saturday at 5 o'clock. That's a Saturday game at 5. I, I yeah, played, they, right? I got news for you. Iowa State ain't going to be uh, undefeated coming into that game. Who they play? So they've got, they've got an easy win coming up. Tonight and then Baylor and Texas Tech and <laughs> probably one of those two. There, I losing. mean, they could beat Tech though. Uh, they could beat Tech, but I don't think they're beating. Is Baylor, Baylor in Ames or it is, is it Waco? Ooh, <laughs> number one ranked Iowa State. Both of when those they come games. To Norman. Both of those games. How are about in Ames? number one Iowa State coming into Norman on January eighth? That place would be packed. If they win each of those two games, then I mean, that's not totally crazy. A uh, night game at the LNC on a Saturday, which you don't see very often in conference play. Whew. I mean, I, go ahead and buy tickets now to that. Iowa one. State won two games last year, did they not? Isn't that it? Uh, yeah, they were really bad. Yeah. Yeah. They have not – since uh, since the mayor left town, it seems like they haven't really recovered from that, that core group of players that they had that were really good around, you know, around the time that Buddy left. Yeah, they finished last season on an 18-game losing streak. <laughs> <laughs> and now they're undefeated about to go to they're going to be undefeated going into conference play i know it's it doesn't make any Figure sense that one out all right it is the rush on the ref tyler and josh inside the brown o'haver studio more to come next right here on the home of sooner fans this is the ref sports radio network this season serves as a reminder to stop reflect and focus on what matters most at Lander Chevrolet of Norman, we know it's important to do good all year long because when you do good, you feel good. And day after day, a little bit of kindness can go a long way. And right now, we've got great deals on new models arriving daily and interest rates are at an all-time low. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us at Lander Chevrolet of Norman. Find new roads. Reliable. Fast. Affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC 85 years ago. We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high-speed fiber services to your homes, businesses, and schools. Make sure to visit us today at OECFiber.com to get started. OEC Fiber. We're taking internet, phone, and TV services where no one else will. Think about the last time you moved. Remember how you said you'd never do it alone again? We know moving is tough, but at Two Men and a Truck, we make it easy. No matter the move, big or small, we'll make it a smooth one. We're the movers who care, and we'll prove it with our full-time employed, background-checked movers. We're local and affordable, and we can help at a price that won't make you wish you'd done it on your own. For home and business moving, call the movers who care. Two Men and a Truck, 405 405- 
708-708-7707. Why do you move? For health, strength, endurance, power, love. There are a million reasons why we move and every one of them matters. Let us at OrthoCentral help keep you moving. OrthoCentral is proud to welcome sports medicine physician Aaron Smathers and joint replacement specialist Jeremiah Maupin to the team and they're now taking appointments. For more information call 405-360-6764. OrthoCentral, it's in our bones to take care of yours. Are you looking for the perfect Christmas meal without the stress and hassle of preparing it? Well, look no further. Locally owned, Nosh Restaurant and more will do the preparing for you. There are many holiday family dinner take and bake packages to choose from with some of the best desserts that you won't want to miss out on. Check out NoshInMore.com or call them at 405-814-9699. Take the stress off of you and choose Take and Bake from Nosh. Preparation makes all the difference on the playing field and in life. At McFarland Methodist Church, we believe that a strong faith is a great preparation for the ups and downs of life, and we have lots of ways to practice and strengthen our faith. Come be a part of a midweek Bible study or community service event, or join us for traditional or modern worship on Sunday morning. You're always welcome at McFarland, where we're changing lives that change the world. Learn more on our website at McFarlandUMC.org or call us at 321-3484. For the Sooners, this bowl season means duck season. I say it's duck season, and I say fire! And the Sooners will have a bit of revenge on their minds. Well, you don't want me talking about the 2016. <laughs> Keep it tuned to the Ref Radio Sports Network for all of the best coverage of the Sooners taking on the Oregon Ducks in the Alamo Bowl. Presented by Windstone Construction. Building on your land or theirs. Windstone Construction is your premier home builder and bring you all of our coverage of the Alamo Bowl. Make the right call. Remember the Alamo! Remember, the Ref is your home for all of your Alamo Bowl coverage. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Normally, we run a little what caught Teddy's eye here, but Teddy is out today. He is out tomorrow as well. Josh Helmer is going to be with us on both of those days. So I'll, I'll give you one what caught my eye story, and then we'll okay. just move on to the text line. You tell me if the punishment fits the crime here, okay? Federal prosecutors today filed fraud charges against a New Jersey man who allegedly posed as a former player for the New England Patriots which allowed him to purchase family versions of the team's 2016 Super Bowl ring, supposedly its gift of relatives of quarterback Tom Brady, one of which was sold at auction for more than $337,000. So basically, this guy posed as a former Pats player, was able to get Brady engraved on the side of the Super Bowl rings, told people that... Well, it was a gift from Tom, these Super Bowl rings, sold them at auction, and made 337 k 
on one of the rings. Uh, he is a 24-year-old uh, New Jersey man, Scott V. Spina Jr., and he will face a statu- statutory maximum penalty of 92 years in federal prison. <laughs> 92 Does years? Does the punishment fit the crime for posing as a former Patriots player? Not the 92 years, definitely not. I mean, he cons someone out of $337,000. That is a pretty serious offense. Right, yeah. Well, that's a lot of money. I mean, it seems innocent enough. It's like, oh, okay, the guy just cheated the system, and he was able but to get somebody paid, yeah, over yeah. a quarter of a million yes, dollars, exactly over a third of a million to uh, to get that. Well, I mean, technically, it is it is a Brady Super Bowl ring. It wasn't Tom Brady's Super Bowl ring, but it is a Brady Super Bowl ring. Yeah, uh, I would say not ninety two years, but. You know, there's some fraud involved. It's a scumbag move. I mean, it's an extreme scumbag move. What, um, what was the gentleman's name again? He is a 24-year-old by the name of Scott V. Spina Jr. <laughs> if that's how you say it. S-P-I-N-A. Oh, my goodness. Who is his Who is his legal defense going to be? Well, he's charged today with one count of mail fraud, three counts of wire fraud, and one count of aggravated identity theft. In the scheme that allowed him to purchase three Super Bowl rings engraved with the name Brady on them. Hmm. Man, uh, in retrospect, maybe he should have gone with a uh, different, different player. It's a pretty brilliant idea. Uh, just don't get caught. It was uh, Actually, it's a really stupid idea to, to do three of them. You know that you were going to get caught. It was capitalism until it was fraud. Yeah, exactly. All right, Air Cover Solutions text line 651-3439. Are we surprised Matt Campbell stayed at Iowa State? I am a little bit, but if you ask USC people, going into that final weekend of the regular season, I read a story what yesterday where the players are like, yeah, we all think it's going to be Matt Campbell. Matt Leinert was uh, thinking that it was going to be Matt Campbell. So, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised a little bit that Matt Campbell's still at Iowa State. I thought that he would – get out while the getting was, you know, while he still had the opportunity to do so at a decent school. I, I don't know how many schools seriously courted him. I don't know if LSU came calling or if Florida came calling, but it sounds like USC did. Um, but he's going to be – he might be in Ames for a while because I don't think that they're going to have a great year next year. No, or maybe the year after that either. He hurt himself by the season that they had. I mean, his his stock definitely went down. Would Notre Dame have made maybe a different decision if Matt Campbell, like, let's say they match and exceed the expectations this year, and all of a sudden we're talking about Iowa State as the Big 12 champion. Is Freeman still hired at Notre Dame? I mean, maybe, possibly. Uh, I think I think that there's a lot of programs that would have taken a way more serious look at Matt Campbell if Iowa State would have won the Big 12 this year, I'll, Notre Dame included. I'll tell you another domino that didn't play out like maybe you would have thought is – Franklin, right, re-ups with, with yeah. Penn State. He had been rumored to USC. And if he winds up there instead of Lincoln Riley, then maybe Matt Campbell's in Penn State. But it just – none of it played out that way. But I do think his stock has has gone down. And I he doesn't really make – like fit-wise, it doesn't seem like he would fit LSU. Though I wouldn't have thought Brian Kelly did. So When was he the hottest in terms of a coaching candidate? Because I don't feel like it's – that's that's what it is now, and I and I think end of he, last season. I think he may have, yeah, yeah, when they won the Fiesta Bowl over Oregon. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's a good one. 
I feel like he may have missed his opportunity. I mean, he'll he'll have a chance to get out whenever he wants, but for a big time job, USC, Oklahoma, I, I, Notre I, I, Dame, I don't, LSU. Like, I, I like the system that he's built there and the culture that he's built there in the program and all that. I just don't see them replicating the success. You know, winning a Fiesta Bowl and some of the other things that he was able to do. I don't see them doing that with this new with this new core of a roster that they have. I I don't know, man. You should have you should have got if you really want to get out of Ames, it should have already happened. Yeah, most likely. I'm with you because Iowa State in history tells us this. You can have a short amount of success there. I guess you can say Dan McCarney had a short amount of success at Iowa State, but longevity, long term success in Ames. It's going to be really, really hard to do, even for Matt Campbell. And if in three or four years we're talking about Iowa State going into a season with uh, the type of expectations that this one had, I mean, to me that'd be that'd be a big win for him because I just, man, I, I have my doubts that things could turn on him a little bit up there. Would Brent look at bringing Jer- Jerry Montgomery back as defensive tackle coach? He had previous experience with Venables at OU. I have not heard Jerry Montgomery's name mentioned. Uh, I... Probably not. I think that there's a reason for that, too. I I don't think it was all rosy when um, that divorce happened and he went to the NFL. I I know that's a name that keeps being brought up on the text line. I I don't think that that's a realistic option right now. I I don't – and what I mean by that is I don't think OU in any way is pursuing that. Yeah, the Venables in Oklahoma are are not terribly interested in that option. Does Riley bolt for Jag – leave USC high and dry, didn't even get his feet wet in Cali. It would be it'd be way more fun to root against Muleshoe at USC than it would be for the Jacksonville Jaguars, in my opinion. But it still would be hilarious. Oh, it'd be left, funny to if USC. He left SC before he even coached the hey, game. Hey, then maybe Matt Campbell could still wind up at USC. God, that means I would have to be like a huge Houston Texans fan or a Colts fan or a Titans fan. Or not, I guess I would just root for Everyone that played Jacksonville next year. That's how that would work out. But here, here's the problem. is I don't think that USC is about to rip off a national championship or anything like that. But they at least have a chance to be decent in the, big, in the Pac-12 moving forward, right? Jacksonville has, like, no hope at all. That's why I say it'd be more fun. Because maybe you think USC actually has a chance to compete somewhat. Jacksonville, there's there's no way. Like, he'd be destined to fail there. Well, and I also think that that would be a very unlikely hire by them just because – Oh, yeah, yeah, that's not a real – You you just hired a guy that had only college head coaching experience and it turned into a total disaster. So the idea that they're going to do that twice in a row I think is pretty unlikely. All right, we're in studio. Brown O'Haver Studio. We'll close up hour number three right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. This season serves as a reminder to stop, reflect, and focus on what matters most. At Lander Chevrolet of Norman, we know it's important to do good all year long because when you do good, you feel good. And day after day, a little bit of kindness can go a long way. And right now, we've got great deals on new models arriving daily and interest rates are at an all-time low. Merry Christmas and happy holidays from all of us at Lander Chevrolet of Norman. Find new roads. Happy New Year from all of us here at Riverwind. Come kick off 2022 in the best way. With a big win on the best new game. Don't miss our $80,000 Rockin' and Reelin' giveaway. With five-time ventures Mondays and Tuesdays. 
This might just be your best year yet. Oklahoma gymnastics season is back, and we can't wait to see all of our fans in McCaslin Fieldhouse once again. Coach Mark Williams and his squad kick off their home season January 22nd against Air Force. You can also catch home meets this year against Nebraska, Ohio State, and Cal. Season tickets and single meet tickets are on sale now. For tickets and more information, visit Soonersports.com slash tickets. Boomer Sooner. Smart decisions bring the biggest returns, like the 2021 GMC Sierra, built on a foundation of professional-grade engineering that brings a strong performance year after year. Offering the world's first multi-pro tailgate, this tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. Test drive a 2021 GMC Sierra today and experience a wise investment that really delivers. See your Central Oklahoma GMC dealers. Hey guys, TJ here for my friends over at Joe's Wines and Spirits. Kathy and her great staff would like to thank their loyal customers and wish everyone a happy holiday. Speaking of holidays, whether you need gifts or you're hosting a holiday party, Joe's Wines can help you with their great selection and most of all prices. If you're heading to a Christmas party, check out their Bud Light Ugly Sweater 12-pack for just $15.69. So do what I do and head over to Joe's Wines and Spirits, 1330 East Alameda Street right here in Norman or visit their Facebook page for all their monthly specials. Happy holidays from Joe's Wines and Spirits. O'Connell's Irish Pub and Grill on Campus Corner is your home for great activities this bowl season. O'Connell's is ready to serve you with both our customers and employees' safety in mind. How about the daily specials at O'Connell's? 70-cent wings on Monday after 4 p.m. $2 Tuesdays with $2 app and drink specials. Wednesday nights you have the popular $5 burger night and karaoke, and then team trivia on Thursdays. Make O'Connell's Irish Pub and Grill your dinner and drink destination for a great bowl season with family and friends. Even Santa loves the Crimson and Cream and knows that Balfour of Norman is the place to go for Sooner gear. Locally owned for more than 45 years and conveniently located on Campus Corner, Balfour is where you will find something for every Sooner fan on your Christmas list. There is a large selection of OU ornaments, tree toppers, stockings, and other holiday decorations that will add the Sooner spirit to your holidays. Balfour has OU gear for everyone, even the smallest Sooner fan. With sizes starting at newborn, you will find brands like Jordan, Nike, Champion, Game Day Couture, and Antigua with the latest styles and designs. Whether it's polos or t-shirts or hats or leggings or just about anything else, you will find it at Balfour. And the OU gift selection is second to none with OU items that say you are a true Sooner fan. They have decorative serving pieces for your celebrations, yard and home decor, golf and auto accessories, and much more. Jerry and Libby and the staff would like to wish you and yours the very best for the holiday season and invite you to stop by or shop online at crimsonproud.com where you will find everything Sooner. Tis the season to be merry at all those decorations you always hate putting up. These stupid Christmas lights and these stupid Christmas wreaths and the white wire reindeers that look like ghosts. Here at the Ref Radio Sports Network, we know everyone kind of needs this holiday break. I mean, listen to Teddy. He's losing it. And even though we don't have a surprise from Cousin Eddie to share with you, we do have an uncle surprise for you. Merry freaking Christmas, baby, to the entire Sooner Nation, except for stinking, leaking Riley. 
Really? That guy can stuff his stocking with a Yule log! So as you finish up your preparations for the holiday season, remember that we here at The Ref love that we get to bring you the best Sooner coverage on the planet. Merry Christmas to all our listeners out there. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da. It is the rush on the ref, the home of Sooner fans, Tyler McComas, Josh Helmer. Have you been locked into that Idaho potato bowl that's been in front of you all show long? Man, what a what a couple of dynamic offenses this has been. Yeah, a- after watching this game for three quarters, I feel confident in saying that I think OU will beat Kent State next year at home after watching <laughs> Whoa. this game. Whoa! Yeah, I feel, I, you know, I, I wanted to watch this game first, but I do feel confident that... Uh, Oh, you will win that game against Kent State next year. Or maybe Kent State is the two-lane, and we're saying, well, <laughs> you watch at the end of the year, Kent State's going to be like 11-1 and or 10-2. and They're a sneaky good team with a, with a tough old quarterback over there. I think we should have set it up to where if Wyoming could win this football game that Wyoming got to come here instead. You would rather play Wyoming than Kent State? Okay, sure. Yeah, I mean, it's basically the same thing, in my opinion. No doubt. I would be down to go to Wyoming for the football game. Can I interest anybody in that? To Laramie? Yeah. Sure. I've never been to Laramie. I've never been to Wyoming, but uh, maybe it's in a cool area of the state. Uh, It's the third largest city in the state, I can tell you that. Mm. It is. uh, sign me up then. It is recognized as the historic place where a woman first cast a vote in a general election, Tyler. You know, Texas, a little over a decade ago, Texas played a road game at Wyoming, and they played like junk for the first three quarters and were like up by a touchdown in the fourth quarter. I think it was like 08, 07, 08, somewhere right around there. It would have been cooler if they lost. Yeah, it would have been amazing. It's kind of similar to that OU uh, UTEP game back in 2012. It's like, why are they playing a road game at UTEP? And then you look up in the fourth quarter, it's like, are they going to lose against UTEP on the road? Yeah, that was, on one of, that was one of the most boring games of all time. Text line, can you imagine if we play USC in a playoff game in the future? Oh, yes, please. I was included in an article, and, I, and I, I said that. I said, look, if OU plays USC in football, which it's going to be a bowl game, it's not going to be a non-conference situation, mm-hmm. whether the game is in Arlington, whether the game's in Miami, whether the game's in Vegas – it does not matter where the football game is at. It could be in L.A. OU fans are going to, especially if it happens quickly, OU fans are going to flock there, and it is going to be an intense environment at that football game. OU fans are, are, are loud and they're supportive, but rarely are they ever, you know, rarely are they ever like an SEC fan base with how they can get. I, I feel like there would be... <laughs> there would be some very vulgar things said. There were maybe an OU fan. You were with me the USC. night that Kevin Durant exactly, returned. Exactly, yes. And yes. It, it would be of that variety. When you go against the family, man, when you betray the family, that's when the people of Oklahoma, they don't forget about it. And and they want blood. They want revenge. And that's what would happen if, 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 if. And, and please, let, let's hope it happens. If OU plays USC, it'll be the most – Maybe if it's even the Alamo Bowl, it'll be the most anticipated bowl game probably the entire bowl season. No, you're right. And OU fans will flock to it. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll be there. I promise you. Oh, no doubt. I want to see that show. Final hour of the rush coming up next.
Ever wonder why someone would wake up at the crack of dawn just for a chance at the unknown? Maybe a better question is, what are you waiting for? Pacifico is brewed for those who follow their own path. That's Living Life Anchors Up. Sports Talk, 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.3 FM, K257DA, The Ref Sports Radio Network. This season serves as a reminder to stop, reflect, and focus on what matters most. At Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman, we know it's important to do good all year long. Because when you do good, you feel good. And day after day, a little bit of kindness can go a long way. Plus, we've got great new models arriving daily during the Big Finish sales event. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us at Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman. Was the night before Christmas and all through the town. The roofs were dry and patched after the storm settled down. There was creaking and eking with moans of fear. Old St. Nick would soon be here. But would they hold him and his eight tiny reindeer? Kids are asleep while their parents pace the floor, wondering, worried about what Santa's wait for the roof has in store. If your house top is causing you to stop and wonder, then you need to call the pros at Whitney Roofing and Guttering for a free inspection. 405-229-3551. Whitney Roofing and Guttering. Local, licensed, and insured.